Want to know the four ingredients of a high converting Facebook ad? Well, that's not what we're gonna cover in this video. Sorry, just kidding, of course we will. All right, so that's what we're gonna talk about today. As you may or may not know, we spend a ton of money every month on Facebook ads. 95% uh, of our business is driven through Facebook ads. It is a godsend. You should, we, should be all, we should all be sending thank you notes to Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook every single day, regardless of how you feel about Facebook. It is an unbelievable platform for growing your business. And the difference is whether or not you're using it to your advantage or just letting it abuse you in the sense of it controlling and consuming your life in, form, in the form of like its newsfeed and being notified when every single person in your world uh, posts something, which is ridiculous. I'm not saying you should do that. What I'm saying is you should have a very clear outcome that you're trying to achieve and use Facebook advertising to help you achieve that infinitely faster because the alternative if you don't learn sorry i got something in my eye if you don't learn how to do facebook ads well you're always going to be at the mercy of organic and free which is very painful and slow so you know blog posting uh, putting videos up on youtube uh, randomly posting stuff on instagram or facebook or twitter like, I, I don't understand how people can feed themselves with those types of activities because I've seen what's happened in the marketplace in the past 10 years. When I started in 2006, which is more than 15, 14, 15 years ago now, it's, it's a very different landscape. Right? We built our blog to 1.5 million visitors per month, and that took a long time, right? And, you know, seeing all the Google algorithm changes... Like, listen, if you're not Dr. Oz and if you're not the WebMDs.com and if you're not all those big websites, you're, you're not going to compete with that. So anyways, the reason it's important to be able to build and acquire the skill of Facebook advertising, turning ads into profit, it's the most valuable skill on the marketing side you can develop in your business. And if you think you can just hand this off to someone else to do for you, you're arguably giving away the most important piece of your business's engine, right? Because everyone wants, like, everyone wants more leads, everyone wants more people on their email list, everyone ultimately wants more paying clients and patients. So you have to take responsibility about being able to do that, right? And the nice thing about Facebook ads is that once you understand how to do it and you've got the right pipeline or the right funnel, then it becomes math. It's math and psychology, and I'm gonna share with you a little bit of both here. The math is I give Facebook $1, they give me $1.50 in seven days. Huh, okay, so if I spend $100, I make $150. If I spend $1,000, I make $1,500. If I spend $10,000, I make $15,000. Huh, interesting. Why do I need a marketing budget if I know I have a return on my ad spend? That's the game you want to master. That's the game we teach all of our clients who, by the way, are health practitioners who have no background in Facebook advertising. But it's a skill, just like learning how to treat patients, that is vital to your business. It's not something you should do for the rest of your life because you can ultimately have someone else on your team do it. But it is very important to understand uh, the four pieces I'm about to share with you because it'll give you better 
direction in guiding that person or that team to help your business grow. So anyways, the four ingredients for a high converting Facebook ad. Let's jump into these. Number one, you have to know, sorry, yeah, okay, so let me, let, I'll put this together. So number one is you have to know the sole frustration or problem that at least in this one ad, you are going to address that your target audience is dealing with. This is also why it's impossible to scale a business as a generalist. Hey, people interested in health? Uh, no, you need to be specific. So this is like step number one in business mastery is identify a single target audience, a single target market. So as an example, um, let's say new moms who want to lose weight, right? Or postmenopausal women dealing with thyroid issues. Like very specific, okay? And yes, you're going to alienate everyone else, which is amazing, right? If you're a cardiac surgeon, are you, do you care if you're not dealing with people for brain surgery? No, you don't because you're fine with the cardiac surgery stuff. Specialization is where it's at. Generalization is the death of business. So you need to specialize, you identify one target audience, what's the core frustration or problem they're dealing with. Your ad must be built around that one problem, not 10 of them, one of them. So the ad starts, it pulls people in by addressing and highlighting that number one pain or frustration, okay? The second piece, so number two, the second ingredient for a high converting ad is you have to be able to agitate the problem. You can't just say, well, what I'm about to share with you is not Facebook compliant, okay? So don't use this as a Facebook ad, but I'm just going to use this from a general copy uh, perspective. Having a tough time losing weight, that would be the problem, okay? Not Facebook compliant, by the way, but I'll just use that as an entry, like opening sentence, having a tough time losing weight. And then we skip the agitation piece, and then we go right into the next piece, which is click here to download this whatever, that ad is not gonna perform well. And the reason it doesn't perform well, or won't perform well, is aside from the compliance issue, which will get your ad account shut down, um, is you haven't spent the time agitating the problem. And when you don't agitate the problem, you communicate to the, that viewer that you don't understand what they're going through. Okay, so let's look at the difference here. Having a tough time losing weight, click here to download whatever. Okay, that's ad number one, it sucks. Ad number two is having a tough time losing weight. I can totally relate. I remember the days when I was 30 pounds overweight. And when I looked at myself in the mirror, I recognized that it was my fault. I was spending five hours a day watching television. I was eating ice cream after dinner. And even though I had a treadmill in my house, I didn't even have it plugged into the wall. And every single morning I woke up, I looked in the mirror and I said to myself, Today's got to be the day, and it never was. So see what I've done there? Is I've just used my story, obviously that's not my story, but a fictitious story, to agitate the problem. So now the reader can see themselves in the story. And what that does is it helps them see you as someone who understands what they're going through. And when you understand what they're going through better than they do themselves, inherently people think that you have a solution. So the agitation of the problem is extremely important and it's one of the easiest areas of any copy to overlook because we're very, if you're like me, very logical and matter of fact. 
problem, solution, right? And the emotional piece, the agitation is very, very important. It's, I think, the most important piece in terms of getting people stuck in and hooked into your ad that's going to want to help them take the next step. Because what a lot of, so you have to be very careful. There are a lot of websites out there that talk about like, hey, the 20 best performing ads, and they'll use like images of companies like Canva. Here's an ad from Canva, having a tough tough time, uh, having trouble creating images, click here to get our free template. Like number one, do they know, like unless they know the metrics behind those companies, maybe they do, in that case that's fine, but if they don't, like you can't just observe an ad and think that it's working well. You have no clue, right? If an ad's been running for years, pretty good idea that it's working well, right? Um, but you have to be very careful because advertising like a SaaS business or a company like that is very dangerous because I don't even think those ads are good. And so what we teach our clients is using what we call long-ass copy. So your ads are going to be like, you know, 750, 1,000, 1,500 words. And the first objection we hear is like, oh, there's no way people are going to read that. Exactly. But the right people will. And those right people are going to take the next step with you and they're going to be much more primed to you, your story, your solution than if you just said, having a tough time losing weight, click here to download this free thing. Now there's no connection. right? I'll give you a really simple tip for helping you guys. If you ever deal with no-shows, like people who book a consult with you and then don't show up, whether it's in person or on the phone, one of the simplest things you can do is the following. Person books the call or books a consult. As soon as you get the booking confirmation, you send them a text. Is this Yuri? Right? So like whatever their first name is. Is this Yuri? Question mark. Most people respond by like, yeah, who the hell's this? Because they don't know your phone number, right? And what that does is it opens the conversation. Then your response is a video text. Hey, Yuri, it's Yuri. I just got your booking or your application for upcoming call tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Just wanted to introduce myself and say, hey, I'm just taking the kids for a walk, but I wanted to just jump in real quick and say that just based on what I've seen, I have no doubt that we can do some really great stuff on the phone tomorrow. Anyways, I hope you have an amazing day. I look forward to speaking with you then. See, what I've just done there in 30 seconds is I've created a human personal connection. And it's one of the most, I mean, it's something we do in, in our business. We help our clients with it as well. It's very simple to do. It's the number one thing you can do to reduce no-shows. And the reason for that is because now there's a personal relationship as opposed to a software relationship, right? Person gets automated message from software. They don't show on the call. No big deal because it's a software. It's not a person. So by humanizing your marketing, you increase no like, and trust. And when you do that, you increase conversions. So the second piece, as I just mentioned, is you need to agitate the problem. And we do that through empathy, understanding what people are going through. And this is where you have to know your stuff, right? You have to know your audience. So number one is the problem. Number two is agitate the problem. Number three is, well, introduce a solution, right? So if you think of, if you've done any kind of copywriting work in the past, problem, agitation, solution, that's essentially what we're doing here. Third step is a solution. That solution might be a free lead magnet or a free webinar or whatever, to give them information and educate them to some degree about their current situation. And now you're building more value and goodwill for them to show them that, hey, this person knows what they're talking about and they probably have a solution that might be, that might be helpful for me, okay? 
See, the thing on social media is you can't sell. It's very challenging to sell from social media. Social media is a social platform. Therefore, all of your advertising should be native to that platform. Essentially, what that means is think of what you post as a Facebook ad as something you might post on your Facebook wall. So it should be something that is not a blatant ad. It should be helpful. It should be uh, something that's going to move people to action. And you're, gonna, you're not going to say, hey, listen, uh, come in for a, you know, a $1,000 tune-up right from your Facebook ad. You're going to invite them to something for free where they can consume it, build a little bit of a, you know, trust with who you are and your brand, and then you can offer the next steps. Okay? So that's the third ingredient. And number four, arguably maybe the most important on social media, is you need to have a show-stopping image. You need to have an image that stops people in their tracks because when people scroll through their newsfeed, they're doing so at a lightning pace. Boring, 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 whoop. Scroll back up. Huh. And usually that's not happening from the first sentence of text that they read. That's usually being prompted by an image because images, I mean, our brain is wired to process way more imagery than it is text. So when we use images in such a way where they stand out but are still native to the platform, that's how you stop people from scrolling. So the, the idea here is person is busy, right? They're standing in line at Starbucks and instead of actually speaking with them, they're human, they're on their phone and they're just scrolling through their Instagram feed or Facebook. It's like a, it's like a slot machine. And all of a sudden they see an image that catches their eye. They stop, they scroll back up, they read the first two sentences. If they're on mobile, they're like, huh. They click see more and they keep reading. That's usually how it works. So we have to get people's attention by using really commanding images. Now, what is a commanding, what is a, a show-stopping image? Well, a show-stopping image should look, uh, number one, it should really look native, which means, again, would I post this image on my personal profile page? Some of our best ads are me with my kids on the beach. The inherent emotions that that displays are freedom, family, fun, happiness. These are emotions that all people want. Even though if I'm selling a business service or a health thing, it's the same thing. It's the same core emotion that people eventually want. People want to lose 30 pounds so they can feel happier about themselves. If I show an image of me and the kids on the beach, that can conjure up the same emotion as if I were using it for more money in your business. So not all images need to be like that. This is, again, you have to test. Right? That's the most important thing in marketing is, is if anyone says they have the answer and they know exactly what you should do, you should run away because at best, it's theory. I don't even know what's going to work for you, right? But I can help you figure it out as opposed to you trying to do it yourself. But the, the, the only answer that matters at the end of the day is what the market thinks. And so you've got to test different images. Like if you ask me which image do you think is going to work better, this one or this one? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I think this one will work better because of this, this, and this. But you just have to test it. So knowing what to test comes down to experience and domain expertise and knowing what influences people. And so you can make better guesses, right? So number one, it's got to be native. Ideally, you can use stock images as well, as long as those stock images don't look stocky and they're speaking to that audience. Second thing is there should be a high degree of contrast so it should jump off the page, like really like uh, the example I gave with my kids on the beach, we we're in Punta Cana and the background got like a blue sky, emerald green water, 
different color bathing suits, brown sand. It was just like so many cool colors. It was really cool. And that image, it just pops off the page. If you use a really like a brown, muted, beige, there's, there's no contrast there, right? So either use bright contrast in color or black and white because it stands out, right? It's just different from everything else that's out there. So that's a really simple thing you can do with color. And honestly, those are the two simple things you can do. And then, you know, one another thing you may want to test is, especially because of social um, images of people, so like you, for instance, like close up like this, as opposed to way off in the distance and you're just a small little, you know, person way off in the distance. Very important. People have more trust when they can see the whites of your eyes. If you have images with you with sunglasses on, it's not going to perform as well because people can't see your eyes. And they say that what eyes are the window into the soul. So there's a lot of trust that happens there. So those are a couple simple things you can think about with your images. So high contrast, it should be native. And then, you know, close up images of people, ideally smiling is, is always a good thing. And that's, those are the four ingredients to a high converting Facebook ad. So we identify the problem, we agitate it, we introduce a simple solution, and we use a high uh, show-stopping type of image to stop the scroll and again that sounds simple doesn't it right so you can take that and give it a shot and be like oh man you're is amazing this works like gangbusters or be like you're doesn't know what he's talking about it didn't work out don't get upset if it doesn't work out we've launched thousands of ads over the years and most of them didn't work out that's the way it goes right do you think every baseball player the best of all time hit a home run every single time they got the bat no the best baseball players of all time are still batting what like 350 at the most which means they're striking out six or they're not hitting the ball six and a half out of ten times but here's the difference is that they're swinging okay you cannot win if you don't play the game like when, like uh, I don't know if it was Michael Jordan I think said you miss 100% of the shots you don't take and the only reason you wouldn't take the shots is because you're afraid of losing money which is why you need to do things properly on Facebook and if you don't know how to do them you should definitely be seeking guidance on how to do them properly. If you'd like my guidance and my team's guidance, then we'd be honored to help you. If you're a practice owner doing about $10,000 a month in revenue or more, and you want to scale, you are a business owner who invests in their business and is not looking to do the free route because you understand it'll take you half of your life to get any traction from that, and you want to see results relatively quickly, then we can probably help you. Just send me a, shoot me a DM or shoot me a comment in the comments below uh, with the word scale and we'll send you a direct message and just have a little chat to see if we can even help you in the first place okay um, but at the end of the day like Facebook advertising is a blessing use it to your advantage it's it's incredible what can happen very quickly you know we've had clients that have gone from the organic social free stuff doing very little to now doing ten thousand twenty thousand fifty thousand dollars fifty thousand dollars months at a very high percent ROI. So they're not spending 10,000 to make 10,000. They're spending like 1,000 to make 10,000, right? We have clients that are doing 1.5 million a month. And the only way you can get to these types of numbers in any appreciable amount of time is by having the leverage of paid advertising. It is the single biggest, most important, powerful skill. I know there's a lot of adjectives there that you can learn and master in your business. It'll change everything that you're doing and if you do it properly obviously if you do if you don't do it properly you can change things for the worse but if you do it properly it's the single best skill you can develop um, but within that there are some important nuances 
right? There's the technical know-how of the platform. There's the messaging. There's the understanding of the psychology. There's the looking at the numbers and the math. This is something we help our clients deal with and, and learn and master every single day. And if you'd like our help, just type scale into the comments below and we'll send you a little DM, see if we can even help in the first place. All right, anyways, hope you found this helpful. Have an amazing day. I'll see you soon.